Hello, my name is Miles, and you're listening to the Smile Hard Podcast. It's Tuesday, December 5th. Welcome to December, everyone. We did it. We made it. This is the last month of the year. It's kind of crazy that 12 months have pretty much gone by of 2023. Before I get into it, I just want to say thank you guys for the support over the last year. It's been almost a full year um, of podcast episodes, and I am excited to announce that I made it to the top charts. Um, We made it to number 41 for two days out of all the podcasts in the world, which is just mind-blowing. I'll take that any day of the week. Number 41, number 41, that's crazy. Uh, So thank you guys for your support. My most popular episode was my second episode ever called Saying Yes to Life. Um, It's about my grandpa committing suicide and how I took that devastating news for me and my family and our friends and of course like I had to do something with it and I, I felt the need to do something with it and share my outlook on it and kind of reflect on it and do like and, and reflect and you know be the most positive that I could so that episode is about that and how I said yes to life and how I viewed things differently and started seeing the beauty and things that were kind of just dull to me um, so if you want to hear that episode you can scroll back down um, that's my second episode ever. It's called Saying Yes to Life. I just want to say thank you guys again for your support. It means the world. Again, this is the Smile Hard Podcast. I'm beyond thankful that you guys are here. Today I wanted to jump into a conversation that I think all of us want to talk about more, but we just don't. Um, and that conversation is about fear. We all fear. It's healthy to have some sort of fear. But I wanted to talk about why we fear, what the meaning of fear is, some of my own fears... And I wanted to give you guys some value and some insight on how you can battle with fear and how you can get over your own fears, whether they're mental or physical, whatever you're going through, whether it's a fear of heights or a fear of talking to someone or a fear of standing up for yourself, no matter what it is, this episode will be able to give you some pointers on how you can deal with fear. So first off, I want to make it known that fear is extremely okay. It's it's good that we have fear. We need Fear. We need negativity. We need all these bad things in life to have a good life, to be able to appreciate the good things in life. And if we didn't have any of that, life would be boring. So acknowledging that fear is okay is kind of the first thing that I wanted to talk about. Some of my personal fears, I guess my two biggest fears in life is number one, regret sitting on my deathbed and regretting the things that I didn't do that I wish I did. And when I look at life in that mindset, when I have that outlook on life, I, I constantly am thinking of like, would I regret this? Would I regret that? Would I regret not doing that or doing that? Um, I always ask myself those things and I just don't want to live with regret towards the end of the day. I don't want to, I don't want to regret the life choices that I made. I think we can all agree that regret is a big deal, um, for most of us and we don't want to regret. So when I take that fear of mine, which is regret, and I kind of implement it into my everyday life, I'm able to honestly kind of benefit in a way um, where rather than, you know, soaking in the fear of regret, I'm asking myself constantly, I'm kind of bringing it to my attention and just making it known every day in my life choices. Um, so I think that's kind of a good way to go about fear is just kind of like, you know, eating it, just doing it and forcing yourself to like it. There's a few things that like in college, I used to really fear public speaking and like 
mainly like when I when we worked on a uh, an assignment. What am I trying to say? A project. When we worked on a project for like three weeks and we had to present it and talk about it. That's where like my my throw up feeling was like it was like really big. You know, we all I think we all deal with like ugh. Uh, even those that are good at public speaking probably deal with like uh right like a little bit anyways um if you were to pick me like to read a section of the book i don't really i don't really have that gross feeling but if i'm working on something that means a lot to me um and then i have to go present it and i know it's coming and i know it's coming the anticipation mainly of the public speaking was the like grossness but i turned that icky gross fire throw up feeling in my stomach and i forced i, I kind of gave myself a placebo effect i forced my mind to think that it likes that i kept saying like yeah we're gonna we're gonna get sick today before i before i talk we're gonna feel fire in our, in our stomachs we're gonna feel like we want to die and and run away and just sink into the ground and it's gonna be so good i can't wait like i i turned that into this thing that i liked and i have recently kind of the the past year done the same with flying my whole life i've i've flown i still fly but i have this dumb fear of flying it's not it's not necessarily like a big fear of mine i still do it um but i get anxious and a lot of people do on flights i think like a third of people deal with anxiety and um just it's just different like you know humans don't usually go 10,000 feet in the sky and fly at 600 miles per hour so naturally it, it i'd say it's not uncommon to be scared to fly it's kind of a weird thing when you really think about it and the statistics are that it's insanely safe i think a, a good way to get over that if you have a fear of flying is looking up like googling the statistics right before you go on a flight like comparing them to a car uh, a road trip and being in a car and how much safer it is to be in the sky the only thing like the only thing that I didn't I don't like is not being in control, I've realized. And also, um, the statistics of a car crash versus a plane crash, you're definitely gonna survive a car crash more likely, but you're definitely more likely to have the car crash in the first place. Anyways, I've turned that icky gross feeling of going on a plane, the like the like uh like I, I need to I need to run around, I need to throw up real quick. I've turned that into this like Ooh, I can't wait to feel that gross feeling on the plane. I can't wait for the turbulence to hit. So I, I feel like my body's on fire and my head is pink. Like I, I turn those irrational fears into this fake, like liking of the of the subject. Anyways, regret is one of my biggest fears, and the other one is lo losing loved ones, um, like losing those that are closest to me, whether it's a friend or family member. Those are those are my two biggest fears in life, and I've tried to deal with like those fears, but also like at the end of the day, I don't think I'm gonna fully overcome those types of fears. You know, like I used to have a fear of heights, and I've overcame that. I've used to have a fear of, I used to have a fear of like taking photos of myself, and I overcame that and talking um, on a camera and doing things on a camera, and I really overcame all those things, and I'm in the best place I've ever been. I really love what I do. I'm here talking to you guys right now. I'm always posting on social media. I really love my job. I really love, um, just I just love it as a hobby, regardless. Uh, so I've turned all these fears of mine into passions, and I've gotten over it, and I've realized that 
I don't really know. Like maybe they were a fear because you knew that you always wanted to do it, but you're surrounding people in your life and your environment and just the things that you're surrounded in in that time might be holding you back is kind of a thought of mine. Like maybe your parents are holding you back or your friends are holding you back. Um, that's not necessarily what happened to me, but maybe like maybe a form of it did that I'm not aware of, or maybe I was in high school and I was afraid of what people would think of me if I started posting the things that I wanted to post or go be in a play or act or take photos or videos. And I think as you gain confidence, as you grow up, as you learn, as you fail, as you try again and, and just keep going and keep progressing, you'll get that confidence and you'll understand that like nothing matters except your happiness. So do the things that you want to do. And a lot of times we fear things, I think, because we actually want to do those things and we're probably not in a good place to try it out. Fear is a complex and natural emotion that we all have. Um, and it serves, it serves as a survival mechanism and it's rooted in our biology. It's rooted in our psychology. It's usually triggered by, uh, a threat or danger, something that we're afraid of. I think if we can understand fear and its triggers, it can help us manage life more effectively, uh, either by us confronting the source of the fear or maybe we implement coping strategies to alleviate its impacts. I don't know. Regardless, like I was saying earlier, I think by understanding the fear and using the fear to our advantage actually makes us more powerful, more educated, and overall just more thrilled in life. I just looked up a few things about fear, um, and this is what it says. So physiologically, fear activates the body's fight or flight response, preparing it to deal with the perceived threat. This response involves this response involves the release of hormones like adrenaline, increasing heart rate, quickening breathing, tensing muscles, and sharpening senses, all to improve the body's ability to react to danger. That's pretty amazing. The, our bodies are so amazing. The fact that we have this fight or flight response that's just kind of uh, implemented in us. It's it's just a natural instinct in humans and animals that. We all have, like fear is part of us. No matter who you are, you have some sort of fear. I always feel like those who f say they fear nothing actually fear the most, and those who say they fear a lot don't really fear that much. It's kind of like the whole thing of like the quiet kid is the most scary kid or the, the person that doesn't let you, or if you don't let someone speak up, they're gonna become so powerful and show them, show, show you who they really are and work really hard to become you know, a big deal because no one gave them a voice. Like, I feel like it's usually the opposite. So I don't know, keep that in mind when you, when you talk to your friends or family or a stranger that talks about fear in that way. Um, I don't know. I just think like everyone fears, everyone has fears, everyone has good and bad about themselves. Everyone deals with demons in their own way. Um, and it's just important to reflect on that and understand that we all fear something. The rest of my search about fear says emotionally fear can manifest in various ways from mild unease to intense terror, depending on the situation and individual experiences. It can also lead to avoidance behaviors or a heightened state of alertness. Fear isn't always a negative emotion. It often serves as a protective mechanism, keeping us cautious in potentially risky situations. However, when fear becomes excessive or irrational, it can impact daily life and well-being, leading to anxiety disorders or phobias, which is kind of like the fear that we're, we're used to, right? I think that 
most of the people I know, when you ask them, like, what do you fear? A lot of them, like, a lot of them will be like, I, I'm super afraid of spiders. And that's just kind of this irrational fear that their body, you know, like they let it continue and let it continue. And it led to that phobia of spiders or whatever it is. Usually it's just this, like, we didn't acknowledge it in the first place. And it just kept building and building. And we started fearing it for mental reasons, physical reasons. It just became bigger than the initial fear. Overall, this whole episode, the whole reason I started this conversation about fear is because I wanted to explain that I wanted to share that uh, I have fears. We all have fears. And the, the way I've dealt with my fears is turning them into this thing that I love, you know, turning this irrational fear of talking in front of people that I don't even know that will literally forget it in 30 seconds. It does not matter. But for some reason, it's just the worst, right? It's not. It, you can turn that. You can turn that fear into something that you like. You can force your body to. You can force yourself to love snakes. Like today, I picked up a snake, and my whole life I've hated snakes, right? But actually, my parents hate snakes, and that kind of made me hate snakes. And you know, it's not their fault. It's just what happened. Um, and I actually think snakes are pretty cool. They're pretty amazing. Of course, they're kind of like weird, right? They almost have that like devilish feel about them. But so do like cats snakes and cats have similar eyes and like i love cats and anyways i picked up a snake today and it was so cute uh and it's just so weird it's just this crazy little animal and anyways i just wanted to talk about how you can turn a fear into a love or you can fake that until it actually happens and then one day you're gonna look back at that fear and be like why was i afraid of doing that like why was i afraid of trying that food or doing that sport or rock climbing or whatever it is you know, going up and talking to a girl, there's nothing to fear at the end of the day. We're all alive. We all made the journey to be a human. It's so rare that we're a human. We're just breathing on this floating rock. Like it's crazy. Life's crazy. There's no need to fear at all. There's no need to fear. So don't beat yourself up if you have fears. Um, if you feel like you ha feel the need to acknowledge your fears and try to get over them, this episode's for you. And I think we all have a fear that we would love to get over one day and maybe this is the first start you know maybe you start forcing your mind to like that thing or telling yourself hey it's actually not that bad or hey you know i'm not gonna like this feeling and that's okay and i want to acknowledge that that's okay and i'm gonna still do it anyways you know th that's what this whole episode's about loving your fears turning your fears into this fiery sensation that you don't actually like what you like and one day you're gonna like it i promise and one day you might love it and it's gonna be funny to look back on if you don't know i answer a few questions on every episode so let's dive into your questions here we go so i have a question on snapchat from geoff uh, geoff asked me are male friends just as important as girlfriends should there be more balance i think that's kind of kind of your opinion kind of like what you feel I think the fact that you're asking me that question um, kind of tells me that you're feeling that a little bit, you know, that you should have a more of a balance in your friends uh, in the gender of your friends. Um, so right, right off the bat, I would say that you're feeling that, which means yes, for you, every person is different. But I, I've realized this year, like I've never really had as many girlfriends as I've had, as I have right now. And it's been really special. And I, I never grew up with a sister. I had a, I have a brother. Um, so I've never had the perspective of girls and it's, you know, 
a male versus a female, it's a completely different world for so many reasons. And being around both genders um, and other genders, being around all genders can give you crazy insight and perspective on life. It can give you understanding of what they go through. It'll give you more appreciation of, you know, who you are um, and maybe more um, aspiration to reach out to those of the other gender and just like be there for them um, and do things for them that you didn't do or think things of them that you weren't thinking before. I think that being friends with male and females, um, males and females, can give you different viewpoints on topics and help you gain more of like a comprehensive understanding of different issues in your life and in their life. Um, you know, you might think something your whole life because of your upbringing and because of your environment, and then you might run into a male or a female and become friends with them, and they have a whole different perspective, and maybe you meet in this compromise thing, or maybe you um, completely go on their side because that makes more sense to you in that time. You know, like, it's just very important to surround yourself with male and female friends um, and just people of different race, people of different ages. Like, just try to try not to be so black and white with your friends I think try not to ever have a filter on it if you think that you want to be friends with someone five years older than you and it just resonates with you that means something and I think you should do it so I would say Geoff that having male friends having the same amount of male friends and female friends having a good balance between the two is very important in life if you want to grow that way if you want to grow your your mental state your physical state if you want to grow as a person and just have more perspective and understanding in life i would say yes it's very important and i think you should do it so next question this one comes from ty on snapchat ty asked me any advice for those feeling lost in life um first off uh, i'm assuming you're feeling lost or you know someone that's feeling lost in life and i just want to say that first off it's going to be okay uh, it's very normal to have speed bumps like this where you just don't know what's next and what to do next and you just don't feel happy, you know, like the, everyone goes through these moments in life. It's not uncommon. You're not alone. And even though it can be challenging, it's also an opportunity tie to, to grow yourself and discover yourself again. I think something that you should do is reflect on who you are, reflect on your values and your passions Take some time to explore what really, truly matters to you. Um, and by understanding these things, it'll, it'll guide you towards the next path in a way. It won't necessarily give you the right answer, but if you reflect on your values and passions, that's the first step. Also, setting some small goals for yourself. Start super small, like super small. Um, you know, like maybe buy some more plants for your house or like some, some just really small goals or if you've always wanted to dip into a new hobby, try it, try it out or, um, set a goal to wake up early every day or go to a coffee shop three times a week or just those small goals. You don't have to like, you know, have a goal of making two grand this month or like set some small goals, maybe call friends, call a friend twice a week. I also think that you should talk to someone about it, whether it's a friend, family member, counselor, um, a teacher, just seek some guidance and support and talk to someone. Um, it can be a mentor of yours. It can be anyone, an uncle, uh, a friend, a, a distant friend, a close friend. Sometimes you need that outside perspective um, from someone that you can trust and it can provide you some clarity or insights that you might not have considered in the past.
So overall, understanding that it's okay to feel lost, that's the first step. Reaching out to people, reflecting on who you are, your values, your passions, what has made you happy in the past. Maybe something that was in middle school for the year of seventh grade that made you happy. No matter what it was, like reflect back to what made you happy, because most likely that passion's still there somewhere. Um, set yourself some small goals. Um, embrace change in your life. Explore some new things. Talk to someone. Um, be patient with yourself. Don't set a timeline goal is another big one of mine. Um, and if you're really, really feeling lost, like th- seek some professional help. Like don't be afraid to go to a therapist or a counselor. Like it's very, it's extremely normal, and it's only going to benefit you. Um, but try these things. I think I think at least one of these can help you if you're feeling lost. That's a great question, and don't give up. You're amazing. I feel lost all the time. You're not alone. Okay, I'm gonna do one more question. This one comes from Amelia on Snapchat, and the question is. If you had the chance to step into someone else's shoes and experience their life for a day, whose life would it? Whose life would you choose, and why? And that's an amazing question. Um, as I was reading it, I was just instantly like, instantly thinking that I would pick someone in a, like a third world country that's just you know has to walk super far for water and who who's just working all day to support themselves and their people and just they're kind of just old they're they're old on technology they're old in values they're they're just um they're just they're just working every day to survive and they don't have the luxuries of the things that we have and the reason i would choose someone in that situation is when i leave that i will have insane perspective on my own life i'm assuming that i'll have consciousness of stepping into that person's shoes for a day um, you know, I, I like definitely could pick so many famous people that I love or other people here in America that I love, but I think it would just, I think it would benefit me most for future growth, for my mental growth, for just admiration for life and understanding for life and perspective on life. If I picked someone that's just in a rough place in Africa or in a rough place in you know, we, wherever it is, in the Middle East, whatever, whatever it is, maybe someone in this war that's dealing, you know, the war in the Middle East or the war in Ukraine, um, just stepping into someone that is struggling in other ways than I am that can give me perspective on who I am and appreciation for my life. Because I've got it pretty easy here in America you know, I'm talking to a microphone for work. Uh, I'm recording myself for work. There's other people that are trying to survive, and I, I feel extremely grateful for who I am. But I also feel a little bit like selfish sometimes because, you know, like there's just people out there trying to survive. And I think by stepping into those shoes, it'll give you the most, um, it'll give you the most appreciation for life. It'll make you love your life so much uh so that's that's who i'd pick i don't know i would just kind of like kind of like pick anyone that's dealing with one of those things right now amazing question amelia thank you thank you if you want to ask me a question you can shoot me a message on any social media platform at miles ditmar and say question for the podcast and then shoot me the question and i'll answer it on a future episode and if i don't answer it on a future episode i'll get back to you through dm i always answer every question that i get I am super appreciative of all you guys who listen. 
Um, our key takeaway from this episode was to turn fear into something that you love. Turn that gross, fiery throat feeling in your gut into like this powerful like thing that you look forward to so that one day you won't fear that thing anymore because fear is just a mindset and we all deserve to face our fears and and just and just try it you know we just have one life i think we should try it i think we should try to face our fears you should try it anyways i love you guys so much can't wait to talk to you on the next episode and i hope you have a lovely rest of your week <laughs>